Tired of jumping from job to job? How about a career in a recession-proof industry where you can make a difference and help create a healthier living and working environment? The pest management industry gives you the opportunity to work with more independence. OPC Pest Services will give you a chance to grow with advancement. Come be a part of our team at OPC Pest Services. Apply online at opcpest.com slash careers. That's opcpest.com slash careers. Where do you go to find all your favorite wine, beer, and spirits with selections customized to local tastes? For over 25 years, that go-to place has been Cox's Spirit Shop. Cox's, Louisville's go-to liquor store. Did you know LMPD posts photos of thieves caught on camera? Problem is, half the time, you can't even make out the face. What about your cameras? If someone broke into your business? Here at Sonatrol, the number one rated security company in Kentucky, we sell high-resolution cameras with great lenses. Even at night, our outdoor cameras record in color. If you have old, grainy analog cameras, or black and white footage, or don't have a camera system at all, give us a call, 502-966-8999. Make your New Year resolution new camera resolutions. It's time for the Roundtable with Round Daddy. Hey, Round Daddy. The Roundtable with Round Daddy. Me, James Strebel, Big Daddy. With your host, James Strebel. Hey, Round Daddy, James Strebel. Gotcha. On ESPN 680 and 105.7. I want you to accept it, deflect it, or what do we have to do to move him up on that list, okay? Okay. Okay. Kirby Smart. I can accept that. You can accept. I can accept that. Hands. Okay, what does he have to do to get to Kirby Smart status? <laughs> A lot. Next up on the list, Brian Kelly. Mm, I, I think I want to reject it. Kalen DeBoer. Um, Accept it, reject it, deflect it. I'll deflect it. I'll deflect that. Yeah, I'll deflect that one because you got to. Yeah, I, I think Brian can coach with Kalen DeBoer. Ryan Day. I reject that 1,000%. Yeah, reject. I do not think Ryan Day is a better coach. Ellis, thanks for joining us on 93.9. What's on your mind? We're talking about Brian. Like he's a great coach. You hear what I said about the losses and all the teams that you beat that you thought was good was overrated. Did you see how Notre Dame finished? beat Notre Dame! <laughs> I, I appreciate the call. I want to know what brought that emotion out of us comparing him to other coaches. I think you were being rational with, with your acceptance or rejection. That's the good stuff. Notre Dame ended up at the Sun Bowl. What you guys talking about? Look how they ended up. They ended up at the Sun Bowl. Nobody gives a damn about the Sun Bowl. What are y'all talking about? It's the roundtable here on ESPN 680-1057. Max Godby joining me today as well as James Black. We got you till 6 o'clock. Don't forget, though, we had the mixtape 530. Uh, Look, Justin Sofer was very happy with us this week here on the show. Uh, We gave him a lot of gold to mine uh, in terms of the mixtape. So I'm a little nervous. I'm not going to lie, James. I'm a little nervous to see what's what's in there. Hey, uh, 93.9, the Ville, the flagship station for the cards, and they are back in action Saturday at 8 p.m. as they host Florida. Our Alex White Network coverage begins at 6.30 p.m. After the broadcast, tune into the Coors Light post-game show. I think Taylor Lynch has you for that one. So, your home of Louisville basketball, 93.9 The Ville. So, there you go. All right, 437-9680. Before we get into this basketball stuff, uh, how did you react to the... Did, have you heard the passing of Carl Weathers? I did. On, on the way here. That I was like, sucks, man. I, well, he was... He, He's in his 70s. I mean, he, he was up there. Yeah, but... I know everyone knows him as Apollo Creed and other iconic roles. For me, he was Grief Karga from The Mandalorian. That's what I and mentioned it, that, was yeah. Aw- I mean, 
awesome in that. He was great. Yeah, he's great in everything he did. Uh, I just saw on the screen, I didn't know he played uh, linebacker for the Raiders from yeah. 1970 to 1971. So, I mean, that guy did it all. He was, I mean, just the, the body. He was sculpted, Max. He's a sculpted dude. He's this fantastic guy. Really sucks that just, uh, we it, lost him today. Just an ica- iconic mustache also. Oh, yeah. The, the iconic. L- man, that's a great point. I mean, you think of actors with iconic mustaches. Him, Tom That don't Se- look weird. That don't lay out. Him, Tom Selleck are kind of like, you know, uh, Clark Gable, uh, kind of like the the, the, the Burt Reynolds. Burt I Reynolds. think those are the three. That's yeah. the trifecta. Yeah, I, I like Burt Reynolds is a great one. But if you tell me Burt Reynolds, Carl Weathers, Tom Selleck, top three mustaches. Tier S. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I agree with that. Those the, those are the – everyone else is trying to catch up to them. All right, so, okay, we got to talk basketball. You, you made the right sound about that <laughs> earlier, okay? So – Kentucky's dealing with a lot of stuff around the basketball program, and the, the I was ma- told everything was okay, and everyone liked this team. Well, we did, and th- th- see that's what, <laughs> what happened. Well, drama happens, Max, because whatever for whatever reason, it doesn't matter if it hits beginning of the season, middle of the season, late in the season, end of the season. There's always drama surrounding Kentucky basketball. The last what? seven years or however long it's been now uh at, le- at least four at least four or five that's i'll say five years last five years has been drama filled okay so you know kentucky's dealing they, they still have not yet played a game where their entire roster is available that's one thing you know uh, the game on wednesday night dj wagner justin edwards out with injuries okay i do has been in and out of the lineup he re-aggravated some back stuff again on wednesday night um so we're looking at a team that may very well be very shorthanded on Saturday. So uh, the, the DJ Wagner hasn't been, you know, hasn't been said if he's playing or not. It hasn't been said if Justin Edwards is playing or not. Odu Thiero has now re-injured something. And I hear, and I don't want to say his name because I don't want to give it out too much, but I hear there's another player and, and a big, and a very important big, uh, that may be dealing with an injury, uh, wants to play, don't know if he can play. Okay, so Kentucky may be out with up to three or four players missing on Saturday when they welcome in the number five team in the country uh, with Tennessee. So, I mean, it's a big deal. We'll talk to David Cobb about that here in about 15 minutes but there's a lot of smoke surrounding dj wagner right now and um he scrubbed his instagram of all kentucky related stuff on wednesday and i believe the first the first and i want to give him credit i'm going to give you credit tj he listens sometimes tj walker the sports talker was the first one to really mention that and so i i did some digging and um here's what i'll say the guy's really injured he really does have an ankle injury. And he's had it pretty much since before the South Carolina game. He played in the South Carolina game, didn't play. Uh, in, uh, he played the South Carolina game, then he played in the Arkansas game, and he didn't play in the loss to Florida on Wednesday night. So he really kind of, you know, two games where he did play with the injury. Um, but there's other stuff other than the injury surrounding this. It's not coming from DJ Wagner himself. Um, he wants to play. He wants to be at Kentucky. It's not like he wants to leave Kentucky. Um, but there, there is a little bit of a battle between John Calipari and someone else that's a part of the equation going on with this right now. And as I mentioned before, Max, it, you know, it just adds another level 
of the drama and whether it be Shaden Sharp or Xavier Wheeler or the BJ Boston team or Jared Vanderbilt and you know I could go on and on and on about all this stuff that's surrounded uh, in, when you talk injuries I mean PJ Washington had the boot on he had the boot off uh, and again Xavier Wheeler injury Casey Walls had multiple injuries injuries have been a big part of this team as well it just stinks because, like you said, I thought everybody on this team was good, thought it was all copacetic, everybody was on the same page, and it looked that way for a long time. Once they beat North Carolina, I was like, okay, we rolling now. Their best victory, by far, of the season was that game. Big shots by Aaron Bradshaw, big shots by Reed Shippard. DJ Wagner was awesome in that game. Then they sputtered so far in the SEC. And now comes a game Saturday, Max, to where Kentucky has another chance to get one of these major wins after blowing a game against Florida. And you would agree. I mean, they blew, they, had, they had that game won. You watched yes. it. Yeah, they, they had that game won. They blew it. Okay. They they pulled a Detroit Lions and Baltimore Ravens. Yeah, they peed threw down up. their leg. Yeah, yeah. They, yeah they, they threw up all over themselves. Yeah, absolutely. In the last you know minute and a half of that game. So all those good feelings with that team have now been thrown askew and instead of talking about let's get up for this Tennessee game let's show up it's Kentucky's next chance we're dealing in all of these rumors we're dealing with all this hearsay who's injured who's healthy does DJ Wagner want to be here if he leaves does Justin Edwards leave is Aaron Bradshaw happy all these questions are being thrown around because of they're losing when teams start losing, this is what we get. We get questions. And if they would have won that game against Florida, there may be a little bit of that, but you know how BBN does. They hit the panic button, okay? And I wanted to, to read a little something here. This came out from, I believe, Chris Fisher. Yeah, from 247 Cat's Paws, okay? And these are some records when Kentucky's been successful, even though they've had some rocky roads in the SEC. Okay, so he goes back to, and I'm waiting for this to load here, and here it is. Okay, he goes back to 2010-2011, won one SEC road game until regular season finale at Tennessee. 2013-14, lost three of four to end the regular season. 2016-2017, lost three of four in in January, February. 2017-2018, lost four straight into February. So he said that the truth is it's taken several of Cal's younger teams longer than 20 games to figure it out. Okay, so there might be a little bit of that as well. But when your roster continues to be in flux, guys in the lineup, guys out of the lineup, et cetera, et cetera, that's where all this stuff is, is, is coming from, Max. Yeah, and one one aspect, I know, I know it's kind of outside of kind of what we're talking about, but when I think of all these injuries – and that's abnormal to have that many in a season. Yeah. I mean, it, that's what? That's of your starting lineup. Yeah. Wagner, Edwards, Adu Thierry. He's not a starter, but he's, you know, he's a, a key player. And then again, I don't want to say the other guy because it's not official right. if he's in or out. So I'll, I'll leave that one alone for now. There, a, a strength coach once told me, show me a team with a lot of injuries and I'll show you a team that doesn't take strength and conditioning seriously. Hmm. I don't know if that were to be the case. So, like, for 
for like weightlifting and workout stretching what's the point of all that mm-hmm. like legit question like what's it's the to condition point? your body for uh, you know, the physical toll it's going to take on the season exactly so yeah. it's it's not just a conditioning to stay in shape or to be the elite athlete when you when you're lifting weights when you're doing sprints your body is building a resilience to being injury prone mm-hmm. that's why you do so many that's why you do all these different stretches that's why it takes an hour to stretch when you're at the college level yeah and it's monotonous and it's it, while you're thinking it at the time it's 6 a.m dumb it's like why am i having to go over this hurdle every single day every single day <laughs> how do i how can i stretch out my legs my arms with these rubber bands in 37 different ways mm-hmm it's to keep you from get it's to keep you from getting injured you're always going to have a injury bug that will happen but if you see a team that's got such an issue with injuries that may be a huge part of it i know nothing about kentucky strength and strength and conditioning program currently with mm-hmm. basketball when now, when Rock Oliver was there, you didn't deal <laughs> didn't with see a lot of it. You right, didn't see right. a lot of injuries when Rock was there, and that was always kind of a narrative. Max is is they had so many good players and so many good teams, and like they never got hurt. Like you had, I mean, the John Wall team, no one was hardly ever hurt. That national championship team, no one was ever hurt. Brandon Knight team, went to the final four, nobody was ever hurt. And that 2014, 2015 team, where they went 38 and one, the only one that got hurt was Alex Poitras, and he blew out his ACL. I yeah. mean, there's not a lot you can do about that. But here in the last. Like I said, four or five seasons, the injury bug has been nagging every single one of these teams. It it 100% was. And again, I think that comes back to one, what does the strength and conditioning program look like? And then two, what's the commitment outside of uh, the weight room Mm -hmm. to be able to keep your body in shape? Because if you're just doing just the the two hour span and then the hour of conditioning, if you're only in that three hour time, that's the only time you're in the weight room. You're going to get banged up in the middle of the season. There's a lot of stuff you have to do outside of workouts. Showing up 30 minutes early for additional stre- uh, stretching, calisthenics, um, after workouts, hot cold ca- therapy, just ice baths. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, heat and stem, ice and stem, the additional stuff you need to do to make sure your body properly recovers as well. The difference between football is at least, yeah, it's like being in a car wreck for a day, yeah. but, but <laughs> you get 12 days to rest. In basketball, you're playing a game usually twice a week. Oh, yeah. It's you're playing, a, it's they a play very Wednesday short night, they're, they're playing again tomorrow. And then they'll play again next Tuesday. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so you've got short window times. It, it, the the game's nowhere as physical, but I mean it's still a toll on your body. And if you're not keeping up with with your uh, strength and conditioning, if you're not keeping up with your recovery and your therapy, it comes back and bites you. It, yeah. The 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 motto always is: you're only as he- the healthiest you will be is the first week of camp. <laughs> and then at that point, it's all downhill. It is, it's it's simply just keeping because once you start going down the slope of being in, injured, that nagging injury that's still lingering, mm-hmm. there's no like getting it back to not being a nagging injury or an ongoing injury. At that point, it's there. All right. you could do is help minimize how it affects you on the field or the court. Yeah, and look, there's there, there's something in the water in in, in this area because. It, 
whether it's Louisville or Kentucky or Indiana basketball, there's always drama. Indiana's dealing with their drama this season. They've had multiple players called for flagrant flagrant fouls. I couldn't say that word, Max. Flagrant fouls were thrown out of the game. You had Don Fisher, the voice of the Hoosiers Hall of Famer, say it's embarrassing. You know what's going on at the Yum Center <laughs> on a weekly basis. All the shenanigans going down there. And it felt like, oh, Kentucky's going to be unscathed this season. Like, we're going to, like, all the good, all the feelings were good again. Calipari had BBN in the palm of his hand once again, and it's gone. And and, and the, floor, the Florida loss like when they lost on the road to South Carolina, people were pissed off, but I don't, they weren't like ready to crater the season. Florida loss is the people ready to crater the season. Like it really does just because of the way they lost. And then when you see some of your star players on the sidelines, you're like, Oh, are they really hurt? What's going on here? They don't want to be here. They, they quit the team. It's like, well, they quit the team. They wouldn't be on the, on the bench. Right. Like that was, that's the one thing I thought is like, and they, and they both look like they were okay on the bench, but it's like, like he, he's quit. He's already done. He's gone. It's like, okay, well he's sitting right there. Uh, now that's to say there isn't like some off court drama, but it's nowhere near the, he quit the team stuff. Um, but it's just, it's, it's an unfortunate thing. And look, I mean, they need this game Saturday, Max. It's 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 a vitally important game. If Kentucky wants to stay on that three seed line and not be shipped out to like you know the Western, I think Spokane, Washington is where the the first round of the West is played. Like they they they've got to win on Saturday. And, and the good thing is they still will have three more opportunities for quad one wins. But you lose Saturday. I, 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 Man, <laughs> that's you lose two in a row. This team hasn't lost two in a row all season. They have not. They, they've won. They've lost one. They usually win two or three in a row. They don't lose two in a row. So it's going to be interesting. All right, let's read a few texts. Take a break because I want to get David Cobb in here because it's it's a haymaker weekend when it comes to college basketball, and, and I want to get his thoughts on it. Uh, he did some stuff for CBS.com that I, that I want to get to. Texter, BBN does this every single year. Groundhog's Day. Yes. Texter, <laughs> a dude's is about growth. Can't really be controlled. I'm not getting on a do. I'm not saying – look, I'm not saying that these people are bad or anything. Like I understand a dude's situation. Uh, Excuse me. <laughs> Texter. Also, is Carl Weathers more remembered for Rocky or Happy Gilmore? R.I.P. A legend. That's a great question. I'd say Rocky. I don't know. He. I mean, he has a spinoff series with his name. I know it's his son. That's true. But it is creepy. But it's also Happy Gilmore. I mean, Charles Peterson's iconic, too. Yeah. Don't don't get me wrong. Both iconic. Uh, Texter, UK is just snake-bitten. Thanks, Nick Curran. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Texter, poor Kentucky and Cal having to replace one five-star player with another five-star player. I'll be praying for you tonight. <laughs> yeah, that's a great point. <laughs> it's a, not all five-stars are created equally, though. Uh, Texter... Hearing DJ to UFL, Flowers coming back using the Big Z rule. We're reloading baby KP coming back to your three. I'm starting the hashtag KP3 and going to battle BHH with his Mick is the pick. Or sorry, bring Brom home with his Mick is the pick move. Wagner, Flowers, Knox, and hashtag KP3. How about that? Whoa. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, I heard that today too. Uh, not only is Carter Knox going to come, he's going to bring DJ Wagner back to Louisville with him. So DJ Wagner going to stay in college not go to the nba he's going to go play at louisville with carter knox that's that that's a rumor being pushed that's hilarious uh text rick barnes you bum get it
it done. I know you want Rick Barnes to win. I know talks. I know what you're talking about. Tesha, does BBN fire Cal if he has another St. Peter's type blunder in the tourney? Have no. you seen that lifetime contract? Yeah, they ain't firing Cal. They own like $70 million. It's 40, not that it's much. Like it's like 48. Yeah, 47, 48 million dollars. Like, no, they're not they're not paying John Calipari essentially fifty million dollars to leave. No. All right. Let's take a break, David Cobb from CBS Sports. And yes, by the way, uh, t- Kentucky is a home dog. Uh, they have a one; they're a one and a half point underdog according to DraftKings uh, com. And then I'm looking here. Thank you, Texter uh, ESPN Predictolator uh, says that uh, Tennessee has a 57.7 percent chance to win that game. Texter, damn alligator, bit my hand off. I tore that bastard's eye out, though. <laughs> <laughs> what a great line! All right, DJ so- Wagner should have went to Louisville. Oh! Oh, sweetie! Oh, that's sweetie again! That's sweetie again! The sports radio groundhog, he's back! Agreeing with Goodman. <laughs> Agreeing yeah, agree with Jeff Goodman. That, oh, good bum. Get him out of here. Uh, ta- let's go ahead. Sonic Troll Volvo, the number one rated security company in Kentucky. Check them out. How do I know they're number one rated? 355 star reviews on Google. That's why they're locally and family owned and operated for over 35 years. So they're a homegrown company, Louisville, Southern Indiana. They'll, they'll come and, and assist you anywhere you live in the area your home your business whatever you need and they're so good at what they do uh they have the best technology if they had to service your system down the road they'll come and do that for you as well they it's not just they install it and leave they're going to work with you if you want upgrades they'll come do the upgrades if you have a problem they'll come out and fix it go to sonatrolky.com or call them at 502-966-8999 for your company's security needs we know how it is out there uh, right now folks you've got it you've got to be secure you've got to be safe Highest rate security company in Kentucky, locally family owned and operated for over 35 years. Central, they don't just do security, they do cameras, badge access, fire monitoring, and more. You can do it all from the comfort of your own phone. SonatrolKY.com. Taking care of your family isn't always easy, so we make sure getting care when you need it is. With Baptist Health Urgent and Virtual Care, we bring you more options and greater convenience too. With video visits available 24-7 and online check-in through MyChart for in-person visits. To check in online or to set up a video visit, go to baptisthealth.com slash care anywhere. When it's time to replace your heating and air system, we know people want options. That's why you'll always get a free second opinion with BJ Heating and Cooling. Plus, for a limited time, get 0% financing for 60 months on a new Bryant system. Call the experts you can trust at BJ Heating and Cooling. Welcome back to the Round Table with Round Daddy. Now here's Round Daddy, James Strebel. Hey everybody, Kentucky basketball hosts Tennessee tomorrow. Join Mike Gandolfo, Jason Ensign, Zach Cantrell at about 10.30 p.m. for the Kentucky Fish and Wildlife postgame show on ESPN 680-1057. Kentucky Fish and Wildlife reminds you to enter the 2024 Elk Draw today on their website. Let's go ahead and bring him in. One of our favorite guests around here, David Cobb, CBSSports.com. David, Good evening. How are you? 
Hey, I'm doing well, especially because you introed me with some Creed. Uh, so that has got me really fired up for this hit. Oh, absolutely, man. I mean, we're a big Creed show around here. Uh, they're, they're coming to so – we're in Louisville, Kentucky. They're coming to Noblesville, Indiana. And I, I'm pretty sure I'm going to get tickets and go. Like, it, it's, they're doing like a 90s tour, reunion tour with other 90s bands. And I, I'm totally in on it, David. You better believe it. Well, well, look, hey, I'm just down here in Nashville, so if you get comped a couple extras, you got my number. Oh, yes, absolutely. Oh, we'll, we'll get in touch. Absolutely. That's not too far. And then, hey, we got Matchbox 20 coming up here, David, for the Bourbon and Beyond Festival. So that's okay. a Dave Matthews band. So, like, we're, we're heavy into the 90s here in the Louisville area. So I, l- let me know if you want any Bourbon and Beyond passes. I, I can hook you up with those, too. Man, I am fired up. This is this has just made my day. <laughs> David Cobb with us. Hey, you're going to have a big weekend, too. I'm looking at your dribble handoff right now uh, over on CBSSports.com. When's the last time college basketball had a Saturday like this? I mean, it's just one haymaker after another. I couldn't be more excited for what's going on this weekend. Can you remember the last time we had so many big-time games, ranked opponents, uh, Big East foes with UConn and St. John's, uh, rivalry games? It's just It's got it all, David. Yeah, it does. Apparently, there has never been a weekend where there have been four games between top ten teams, which makes sense. I mean, there's only ten top ten teams, so there could only be five possible games between them. So, uh, uh, to have four games between top ten teams is pretty phenomenal, even though uh, some of these teams are taking L's going into this weekend. But in some ways, to me, that only ratchets up the intensity a little bit more. Like, you look at a Tennessee-Kentucky game, Mm -hmm. both these teams coming in struggling just a little bit. Now, that just adds to the sense of urgency that you would already feel uh, for a game like that. So, it's it's phenomenal. It's a little taste of March uh, here as we get the, the first weekend of February. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, there's a lot of the line for both teams as Tennessee loses at home to South Carolina and then Kentucky just gags the game away Wednesday night against Florida. We'll, we'll get into those games and more, but I wanted to ask you this, David. What 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 have you noticed about this? Because you have got teams not only losing on the road. At first, the narrative was it's just going to be a tough you know road environment in college basketball this year. You know, Purdue's lost a couple times on the road. Uh, Kentucky's lost on the road a couple times Kansas has lost on the road a couple times but now you're seeing that you know it's happening at home Tennessee loses at home Kentucky loses at home Purdue you know by all accounts should have lost at home uh, to Northwestern uh, the other night I mean Houston's lost on the road as well what's going on this year is it just that the 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 product is the 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 talent's that much spread out uh, for everybody is that 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 much parody in college basketball are you noticing anything different with these teams well, and, and to add to your point, we got Kansas as a home underdog yeah. tomorrow. How wild is that? Uh, yeah. Houston going into Lawrence uh, as a two-and-a-half-point favorite. Uh, that, that's a, a real shocker of a line. Uh, but it, it's really three teams that I see separating themselves at this moment, Purdue, UConn, and Houston. And then the rest of the pack is just really evenly matched. You, you go – uh, four through about 35 right now in college basketball, and any of those teams can beat each other on a given night. You could even you know, extend it out beyond that uh, with some teams being able to defend their home court when, when ranked teams are, are coming to town. So it's a lot of parity. It's, it's the things you hear, the, the portal distributing the talent a little bit more evenly, uh, things like that. And uh, I think it makes for, for, for an exciting season because – even though it feels like we're probably headed towards a March where uh, you've got some clear-cut title favorites at the top of the heap and mm-hmm. maybe everyone thinks UConn is going to repeat, you know, uh, oftentimes once the tournament comes around, it doesn't always go that way. It right. doesn't always walk, you know, and, and that means uh, we could have a, a an NCAA tournament where 
you go into it feeling like there's 30 teams that have a chance. Everybody down, you know, through the six seed line, right, is gonna gonna think they've got a shot at this thing. So it's fun. I think it's been a great season of college basketball, uh, especially with Kentucky. At least I know they're struggling as of now, but they're they're on the come up. Duke and North Carolina are finding their footing now in the post Shishetsky, post Roy Williams era. They're playing a top ten game tomorrow. So. Uh, the the a little bit of a resurgence of the blue bloods, uh, which I yeah. think has made things interesting. What do you think of Kentucky? What do you make of them, David? Because, you know, you're right. It's kind of been an up-and-down season. They had that massive win on a neutral uh, court uh, site with, with, with North Carolina. Um, this is their next chance to to notch a, another big-time quad one victory with Tennessee. But, I mean, their offense is so potent. You have Reed Shepard, Rob Dillingham, Trey Mitchell, DJ Wagner, uh, Antonio Reeves. almost forgot him. How could they forget Reeves? And now they add this big with Uganan Yenso, who we thought, okay, he's just going to be a defensive big well he goes out there and gets 13 points 15 rebounds against florida um but their defense has been so bad it's been so atrocious and that's not very characteristic of a john calipari uh basketball team with the way kentucky plays right now how far would they go in march because as you know with these blue bloods they're all judged in march well, the, the beauty of Kentucky is that they can score, unlike any John Calipari team in the last several years. This feels more like a uh, 2010s Calipari team with just the dudes they roll out there, the way they play. I know Oscar was, was phenomenal and did a lot for Kentucky. And, and man, my gosh, he won National Player of the Year. Uh, <laughs> but it, it's so much more enjoyable to watch Kentucky this season. Yes. You know, I know the defense is probably driving a lot of people crazy. Uh, you turn on their games, and it's not that this – you know, oh, man, maybe C.J. Frederick can hit two threes tonight and give us a little bit of a boost. It's like, you know, there, there's six or seven guys who uh, could hit two threes for you on a given night for Kentucky. That makes them more fun to watch. I think it makes them a, a threat come March because I don't think Kentucky's going to get bogged down in a, in a in a game in the 60s in the NCAA tournament unless they just get a, a horrendous matchup. So uh, I, think, I think they've got a shot to, obviously, I mean, go deeper than any Kentucky team has recently, but – you know, the defense, they've got to clean it up. You would think, given the plethora of rim protectors on that roster, with Onyenso, with, with Bradshaw, uh, even with Big Z now being part of the rotation, that they would be a little bit better defensively just because of those, those seven-footers they've got who can meet you at the rim. Uh, so I, I think it's really a matter of the, the perimeter defense being the issue and, and can they get that cleaned up. Uh, and, and, you know, uh, Tennessee is a tough – team to do that against yeah. the way Dalton Connect is playing, but if you can shut him down, there's not really a lot of other guys on that Tennessee roster who you're really afraid of. Yeah, that was going to be my question, because in David Cobb with us, uh, CBSSports.com, uh, dribble handoff, he covers NCAA basketball uh, for CBS, just a you know great follow on Twitter as well, love around here on the round table. I'm looking at it right now, you have Rick Barnes' 10-9 versus Kentucky, is taking the Tennessee job for, uh, for the 2015-16 season. Uh, I mean, this is one one of Rick Barnes's best offenses, but it's driven by Dalton Connect. Will the combination of this newfound offense and Rick Barnes's characteristic defense, how much trouble is that going to spell for Kentucky on Saturday? They are, they also are also home dogs. Uh, Tennessee one and a half point favorite in Rupp Arena at eight thirty uh, p.m. on Saturday night. Yeah, how about that? Surprising. Rick's one of the few that have had any uh, sustained success against Calipari. Over the years, uh, they they've played some really good games. I've been in Rupp when when Tennessee got them there, and uh, I think mean, it's, it's going to be a great game. It should be at least uh, one of the potential to be one of the more high scoring Tennessee Kentucky games in quite a while because 
Tennessee, not only did they add Dalton Connect, but they've also upped the tempo a little bit. Mm. It's no longer a team that that has to play you in the 50s or the 60s uh, to, to get a dub. They can when Zakai Ziegler is on, when Josiah Jordan-James is hitting shots, when Vescovi is is on, you know, they can really run up a big number on you. But the problem with Tennessee is that those guys have been so inconsistent. And I know Kentucky fans at this point, they're, they're tired of seeing Scobie. They're tired of yes. seeing <laughs> Josiah Jordan-James. I mean, those guys have been around forever. Um, and they're kind of uh, inconsistent right now for the Vols, especially uh, Josiah Jordan-James. I mean, he, he's in some ways an older version of Justin Edwards in the sense of being a five-star prospect with the, the size and the length on the wing that you, that you love, that – you know, makes him an NBA uh, prototype, but maybe the production isn't all there. He's struggling to put it all together. And those are the types of players on the wing who can be really big mm. difference makers for you. I mean, if if Justin Edwards had turned out to be Brandon Miller, uh, we're talking about Kentucky being a projected one seed right yes. now. You yeah. know? And for, for Tennessee, I think you can sort of make that parallel as well. If, if Josiah Jordan-James is the best version of himself, then, then Tennessee can compete to win the SEC title and, and compete to make the biggest – you know, run that they they've made in March uh, since Bruce Paul was there. But are they are they going to get that tomorrow? Or are they going to get that over these final few weeks of the regular season? If not, I think it puts a cap on on what they can accomplish. What about Justin Edwards uh, makes it to where he struggled so much, David? Because, I mean, you, you mentioned it. I mean, he was expected to be like a Brandon Miller type player. He was arguably the top prospect coming out of that class uh, before the season. He was number one on some of these, the number one on some of these NBA uh, draft boards, and it just has not clicked. He lost his starting position uh, in the previous day. He didn't play in the last game because of an injury, but before that, he lost his starting position to Adu Thuro. His 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 time has been cut dramatically. It just hasn't clicked for him, and and I'm struggling to find the reason why. I, he just looks like he's very unsure out there. Like he doesn't know if he wants to play on the perimeter or or play you know at the rim. Yeah, it, it reminds me of another Tennessee player uh, of recent years, and, and Julian Phillips, who yeah. has nonetheless carved out a, a role for himself in the NBA, but. Uh, who didn't really light it up at, at Tennessee, even though he was this highly touted five-star potential difference maker. And sometimes you just see guys in that, that sort of tweener position struggle a little bit to carve out a role. The game just looks a little fast uh, for, for Justin Edwards. And, hmm. you know, that's partially the, the fact that Kentucky plays so fast. Um, those guards are 100 miles an hour uh, a lot of the time. And that's uh, hmm. maybe making it hard for for a guy like Justin Edwards to, to get in a rhythm uh, when everybody else around him is, is going full speed. And, and I don't know. I mean, that's it's one of those things where you know, maybe there's still something they can get from him down the stretch. It, it, he's a freshman in college basketball at a time when college basketball is older than ever. Mm-hmm. And you can't discount completely the idea that maybe a guy like that starts to figure it, figure it out around this time of year. And you know, I don't know that he's going to be – uh, ever what we thought he was going to be this season, but you know, uh, don't throw in the towel on the guy altogether. Maybe maybe going to the bench and, and getting a, a different vantage point on things, um, you know, it changes his perspective. And maybe if if he's changing the rotations a little bit and he's out there running with some different guys a little more often, you know, maybe there's still something more they can get from him. Uh, but it's it's inevitable when you have a class of this many freshmen that not all of them are going to hit. Right. And to be honest, I think the hit rate's been really good uh, for Kentucky. I think the freshmen, by and large, yes. have ex- exceeded my expectations. Um, I-, I was down skeptical on Kentucky, like not to the degree that I like. Oh, I didn't think they were a tournament team, but going into the year, I had them around fifth or sixth in the SEC. Mm-hmm. And some people thought I was crazy for that, but 
know, I just didn't know uh, how many of these guys were going to hit. And it's just maybe a little surprising that he's the, the one who hasn't. Yeah, absolutely. I was having a, a, this conversation with with a colleague of mine uh, yesterday, and he said the same thing. I mean, you know, Rob Dillingham, Reed Shepard. Not only do they hit, they're better than we thought they were going to be. DJ Wagner hit. Uh, even the transfer Trey Mitchell's hit. And when you look at the bigs, you got on Yenso's better than we thought he was going to be. He hit. Uh, Aaron Bradshaw for the most part's been a hit. He's kind of waned a little bit, and Ugana's really taken that job. But no, you're right. The majority of these guys have hit. Now, out of these games, uh, David Cobb with us, CVSSports.com. You have. Uh, uh, number one, UConn at St. John's. You have number five, Tennessee at Kentucky. You have number four, Houston at number eight, Kansas. And then you have number, uh, let's see here, number two, Purdue at number six, Wisconsin. Which one of those, and, and how can I forget Duke, North Carolina? How in the heck did I forget that one too, David? Out of all these games, which is the most intriguing to you? Yeah, I would go Duke, North Carolina, uh, because it's the first time in five years these teams are meeting when they're both in the top ten. And both of them have really, over the last ten, I think it's ten out of eleven for UNC, even though they they just lost to Georgia Tech, and I think it's eleven out of twelve now that Duke has won. So uh, this is a battle for ACC supremacy. The winner of that game is in the, the driver's seat of the ACC, and we start to, to put them up there in that, that one seed, two seed mm-hmm. conversation uh, pretty firmly. So curious to see how that one goes. I love the I love the combinations on those teams. You look at Duke, and, yeah, they've got a lot of freshman and sophomore talent, but now they, they've also got a guy like Jeremy Roach, a senior guard, uh, going up against R.J. Davis and um, Armando Baycott. I mean, those three guys in particular have been doing battle for years now. Yeah. Uh, transcending the eras of, of great coaches and now in, in new eras and, and now they, they've come out on the other side with their teams in really good position and so I'm excited for that one but I mean obviously there's always a soft spot in my heart uh, for Tennessee Kentucky I, <laughs> I uh, covered Tennessee for a while I went to Tennessee but I was also kind of raised by uh, by Kentucky fans and uh, oh wow close, yeah right I always kind of pay close attention to the Wildcats as well so uh, so I love them I love both those games and it's um it's it's like a Super Bowl Saturday, so to speak, with uh, with college basketball. Absolutely. Well, David Cobb, appreciate the time, my friend. Thank you so much. We'll, we'll talk again uh, down the road, and, and as we head into you know more conference play, conference turn, tournaments coming up in about you know a month, month and a half, and then heck, before we know it, David, it's going to be Selection Sunday. So uh, this season really ramps up uh, tomorrow. So take care, my friend. We'll keep reading and uh, listening to you. Thank you so much, David. All right, no problem. Appreciate you. All right. All right. David Cobb there, CBSSports.com. It is a a big-time college basketball Saturday. So, Max Godby, I know what you do for football Saturdays. You get you get the the hall pass from the wife, and she, you know, you, you just you you hunker down and you just watch college football all day. Will you will you do that this Saturday with all these tasty games uh, on your plate? Uh, <laughs> man, I was gonna remodel. I was gonna remodel my garage. I was gonna start oh, working go. work on that a little bit. I mean, I'll probably have some games on on the TV in the garage while I'm working. Oh, do you have like a like a TV garage set up? Like like the. the I mean, it's not set up. It's a it's a TV well, no, but like, in. like that's that's. I mean, that's better than what I have. I don't even have a TV in the garage, but you do have a TV in the garage, so you can you can do man stuff in there and still be able to watch a little college basketball. I like that. Yeah, I need it. That's what I need to do. I need to get our good friends Drew Diener and RGB to come out to the house and 
and, and hook me up with it, either an outdoor TV system or get like a little thing set up in, in my garage do, or something. Do you have a cover over your porch for an outdoor TV? Uh, I, I, I don't, but we have like a gazebo thing with like a cover on it. It's oh. not like the entire thing's not covered. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Because um, I was going to say, if you've got a good like covered porch, yeah, don't waste your money on getting a outdoor TV. Just get a regular TV. The amount of TVs that you'll buy to buy an outdoor TV, you'll wind up saving money. Oh, in, in the long run, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just yeah. just buy like a cheap, like a like a cheap big screen at like, if, especially if you got a Costco card. Yeah, oh yeah, get, oh, yeah. get it from you, Costco. The Streebles have a Costco card. Yeah. <laughs> you better believe the Streebles have a Costco card. You're damn right. <laughs> I mean, I, but no, I'll, I'll watch the games. I've I've got some chores I gotta get done. But now tomorrow. you'll be locked in for Tennessee, Kentucky, eight thirty. Yes. Now, no, unless unless you guys want to do it, I can't do a live stream this week. My my friend Wayne, uh, shout out Wayne. It's his fortieth birthday, and so he's having like a band out at his house and stuff. So I'll be out there for his fortieth birthday celebration, and he's gonna have the game on there too. He has like a like a barn in his in the back, but it's like a I'm so jealous con- converted barn, and he's got. TVs is like that's where the band's going to be. It's going to be like it's 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 massive. So I'm pumped. I mean, I'm ready to go. Like this is going to be fun. I, I'm 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 stoked about this. It, this is college it, is it like a rustic barn or is it like one of like the metallic barns? One like, metallic like, barn, like a metal uh, pole barn. Yeah, like a metal pole barn. That's okay. exactly what it is. Yeah, it's big enough for like, if he had a boat, he could put a boat in it. Gotcha. Like it's it's it's, it's that's it's, awesome. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's where I'm going to be watching the games this weekend. So no, I'm excited. It's a lot of good stuff here. Uh, you know, I mean, number two, like I said, Purdue and Wisconsin. I mean, no one's even talking about that game i mean that's a massive game everyone's focused on duke uh north UNC, Carolina, yeah, yeah uh, kentucky tennessee and 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 uh kansas kansas houston but that is that is pretty a pretty big deal when you have two home teams in the top 10 as underdogs like you do kansas and kentucky and as much as it happens in kentucky it never happens in kansas now today max is a big it's a big anniversary i, I don't know if you saw this on twitter or not but i but let me get the exact number here because i don't i don't want to i don't want to shortchange anybody here let me like there it is so it's yes here we go it is the let me pull up john salzman oh johnny sales's tweet here and it, i believe the 11th anniversary of espn louisville so how about that we've been on the air for 11 years yeah on february uh second uh oh no no it's, it's, it's even more than that no it's 13 years on february 2nd 2011 it's official fcc approves final purchase of wdrdam 680 in louisville with federal government on board it now officially turns to espn 680 louisville whbam so begins the greatest sports talk run in louisville metro history and how lucky we are to be a part of it so very very good stuff there so 13 years on the air around here max how about that it's pretty impressive i've been with several news stations and i've worked affiliated with other news stations uh, or radio stations uh especially in the southeast mm-hmm. there's none better than this one oh, i mean i mean you. it is a it is a great group to be around it's a great core group um I love it being around a spot where all the media talent get along. Yes, which, which is a huge—that's <laughs> a huge plus of it. Uh, yeah. So yeah, this this is such a 
awesome station to be a part of thank you we're glad to have you obviously a part of our station a part of the show and you know looking to be on the air more which we're we're all just you know very very happy about all right there's some text here take a break we'll get to the five o'clock hour next tape 5 30 uh today as well let's see here takes texture uh breaking news from strebel max gets a hall pass from his wife just to watch sports that's it just sports watching mainly football mainly football and well football's the only one football's the only one only sport that I'm like, I don't have to do anything on that Saturday. Like, it's already gotten me out of wedding for next year. Really? Yeah. Who's who's wedding? Anyone? It, it's one of her friends. Oh it, wow! And she's letting you stay home. Yeah, because I was like, you know, because you know, I've got I've got to watch the game. Right. Got to do the post game. It's right. Like, like I, I've I've got to. It's I like, have to I'm, do. This. I'm not. I'm not. This is the first. It's gonna be like the first time in three years that I haven't had a wedding during football season. All those friends are dead to me now. Yeah, they should, they should be. That uh, that I had to be in the wedding. That I was a groomsman in the wedding. Yes. So I was like, I can't do it. And she just looked at me and goes, Okay, that's fine. <laughs> wow. I will pay for the repercussions of that later. But yes. I have a verbal agreement that I don't have to go to that. Now, does she have like a, a notebook that she keeps these things in where like she writes it down, or is it just has her memory oh, no, no, like no. a steel trap? As soon as like literally she wanted us to do something next saturday and i began to balk at it a little bit and as soon as i saw the look of remember football season that's instantly i'm like you shut down you're like okay yep i get it i get it i get every say of everything i can do on saturday when it comes to football and radio on saturday during football season but i am whipped like no other (laughs) as soon as football season's over over. i'm yes dear on 100 percent of everything no i'm with you on that one i had one one buddy of mine he got married during football season and is one of my best friends in the world and i was in the wedding obviously and it was a kentucky south carolina football game and yeah it was it was a day game too i believe it was a nooner so we all just showed up at the venue early and just started pounding beers and watching the football game. <laughs> so we got to watch like most of it at the wedding before the wedding even happened like we all got together like hey, hey, hey. like we got to figure something out here we we, we and he's like let's just show up early we'll have the cooler there let's go so it ended up being it ended up being a great wedding too a fantastic a fantastic wedding i believe i was it was it was bad though because I, I believe i was double fisting wine and beer and you uh, never want to do that that's just a bad it's a bad it's a bad job by me bad job by me yes yes, yes, yes. I'm, I'm glad that was the insight that you were able to take away from that yes well it was actually uh it was very it's very I don't want to get I don't want to get too personal because it, 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 my wife and I had a, like a first moment together at that way. We weren't married yet; we we're just dating. We weren't even engaged yet. It was very special. Like I always remember. So that she wedding. saw you double fisting beers and wine. She was like, "This is the man." What the hell? Did, no, or, or what the hell did I do? <laughs> like what? Like which? What, either either or either or Max. Uh, Texture. I knew it. Old David Cobb just dripping in blue and white. <laughs> Texture. They had a potent offense until they got exposed. Now teams know how to slow them down. They actually, I mean, they, I mean, they scored 91 points. Yeah, the other night they scored 91 points. They scored a pretty good amount on Arkansas. I still think the, the potent offense is still there. Uh, Texter Hurd Stoops is hiring Jim Leonard as new offensive coordinator, even though he's a D.C. I'm also seeing Brian Ferentz a lot. Get out of here with Brian Ferentz. Everybody just, just stop with Brian Ferentz. He's not, we're not hiring him. Uh, Tix Texter, if Bradshaw, DJ Edwards are hurt, isn't that the three who care the most? Most about minutes and draft stock. Don't believe the hurt. 
Bradshaw's not hurt. It is it is not Bradshaw. I'm not alluding to Bradshaw. Bradshaw's fine. It's just DJ Edwards and another unnamed big. So we'll see. If it breaks tomorrow that he's out, you all will know who I'm talking about. All right, let's go ahead and take a break. Uh, on the other end, we'll dive into some, some game picks this weekend. Uh, you know, we'll kind of revisit the <laughs> that's a funny that's a funny tweet uh the, the full, as uh matt bangs as a chef uh stirring a pot that just says false narratives <laughs> thank you for that bourbon west I, I appreciate that but uh we'll pick some games of the weekend we'll revisit the liam cohen conversation and more don't forget 5 30 it's the mixtape uh go visit our friends at 502 hip 812 hip for the weekend get loaded up get what you need it's going to be actually pretty nice out today and tomorrow so if you want to go outside sit on the deck sit on the front porch and enjoy a little 502 hip 812 hip go check them out in louisville the 502 side douglas hills location right down the street from the oxmoor mall uh, by a kroger there and it's also by another kroger in lewis and clark parkway in clarksville indiana uh, the court physical therapy uh, is right there as well go check out what dd taylor and her associates have for you always nice like i said i was in there last friday spent my ten dollar birthday gift card and the guy knows me by name he's really cool he knows i work for the radio station and that we're partners and he's always so helpful to me but it's not just because it's me they're helpful with everybody but whenever you go in there Tell them the roundtable sent you. Say, what can we do to help you with your sleep problems, uh, depression, anxiety, joint pain, whatever it is. They've got something for you. They have things for your pets. They have pet CBD, uh, which works like a charm. Helped us out during 4th of July. All that. Because if you're on a long trip, you need your dog to calm down. Try some of this. They'll chill out. So 502hip.com, 812hip.com. 